door. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomas. A $95 billion foreign aid bill that includes money for Israel and Ukraine is one step closer to winning final Senate approval. It cleared a procedural hurdle over the weekend. Its fate in the House, should it get there, remains unclear. Israel's military has rescued two hostages held by Hamas in southern Gaza. The two men kidnapped during the October 7th terrorist raid on Israel. They're now at a hospital in central Israel. The hospital administrator, Dr. Arned Afik, tells the BBC that the men are in pretty good shape. An initial examination were conducted and they are in a stable condition. Israel estimates around 100 hostages remain in Hamas custody. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back in the hospital. Austin was transported to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Sunday afternoon with symptoms pointing to an emergent bladder issue. The secretary, who transferred authorities to his deputy, Kathleen Hicks, is recovering from prostate cancer surgery in December. He caused a controversy by keeping his diagnosis, treatment, and earlier hospital stay a secret from the White House. Austin returned to work at the Pentagon two weeks ago. Greg Clugston. Washington. The Kansas City Chiefs have won their second Super Bowl in a row. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones says it was all about teamwork. The success will comes within that, within pouring out everything, each and every game, and giving in to your teammates, whether it's um, knowledge, whether it's commitment to stay after practice, um, always guiding those young guys. And uh, this is what you guys work for, man. And Kansas City defeated the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 to in overtime in Las Vegas. Watching Wall Street, stocks modestly higher. The Dow is up 18 points. The Nasdaq ahead 12 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. The ugly truth is when you buy a timeshare, you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. I recently helped a couple that had their maintenance fees go from $800 to $3,200 a year. They also received a $4,000 assessment for a hurricane that was over a 1,000 miles away. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. Call 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800 News Flash, powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active, be healthy, they'd rather wait. Nailed it. That's the feeling after Super Bowl 58 here in Las Vegas where Kansas City secured back-to-back championships with an overtime victory over San Francisco, 25-22. to NFL officials say Las Vegas' first Super Bowl ever exceeded expectations on just about every level. Some fans calling the experience epic. The sports bettors, well, they had to sweat it out just a bit longer, but they ended up with smiles on their faces and... More money in their pocket as now three-time Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes engineered the comeback win over the 49ers as two-point underdogs winning their second straight Super Bowl championship, their third in five years. Taylor Swift's boyfriend... 
Travis Kelsey and head coach Andy Reid amongst the celebrants at the official team party that happened and may still be going on at Resorts World for that matter. Local sportsbooks suffered multi-million dollar losses on the game when it went into OT, a popular prop bet that paid about 9-1, to one, but most books say they were a small winner on the day overall, saved by Kelsey's not scoring a touchdown and Mahomes winning the Super Bowl MVP for a third time. The sportsbooks took an eight $1 million bets, five of them lost, helping the books once again end the day with that small victory. Another strip hotel casino raising its resort fees. Wynn Resorts confirms it has increased the daily fee by 5 bucks to $50 a day. Wynn joins MGM Resorts International in increasing its fees at its Las Vegas properties. MGM also recently began charging a daily resort fee of $50 at some of its strip properties. Take AM670 with you wherever you go. Check out our website at 670kmzq.com. Click, click on that at Meineke, doing car care right means their Meineke certified technicians fix whatever your car needs. We fix it right and back it up with our nationwide warranties. Brakes? They do that. Tires? Yep, they do that. Engine repairs, air conditioning, tune-ups, suspension, alignments, oil changes. Meineke does it all. See for yourself. Visit Meineke.com today and schedule your appointment. Each Meineke is independently owned and operated. Trust your key with Meineke. Meineke, doing car care right. KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Still clearing up a minor accident through the resort corridor. It's on the southbound side of I-15 near Sahara. Off to the right shoulder, out of the way. Southbound 15 again approaching Sahara. All clear now on 95 as well as 215. Got a pretty serious looking one, though, at the east side near Boulevard Mall. That's at Maryland Parkway and Katy. Well, cool weather and clear skies in the Vegas Valley today with uh, high afternoon highs in the upper 50s. Only 36 degrees, though, right now. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. best way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway america is a nation that can be defined in a single word i was gonna put him uh, foot and 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 joan shengang shanga can i just say that of all the idiots in all the idiot villages, in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. We're still enjoying. That uh, warm afterglow from Super Bowl 58. It was an amazing, amazing day. It was an incredible week. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, let's check in, though, with Victor Jakes, the three-time-a-week columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He joins us. Victor, what would you think of what you've just seen over the last week or so? Well, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, Las Vegas is uh, you know, one of the most famous cities in the whole world. 
Uh, you, know, you can make the case it's the, the best inter- city for entertainment in the whole world, and I think the world saw it. I mean, it was it was on display in, in the on the biggest possible stage. One of the things I love uh, about about uh, this past week is the way um, first responders, uh, cops, uh, uh, law enforcement of all kind uh, that they all banded together. And there was no national security glitch at all. Were you worried about what might have happened uh, in this major, major event? Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't too worried. It's, uh, you know, I, I think there is, a, you know, and the reason, you know, you aren't worried, right, is it's just what you said. There's all these people in the background who are doing so much and such important work. And, you know, they, they make it so you don't even, you know, have to think about it. What a incredible thing to take for granted so definitely a, a big thank you to um you know cops and firefighters and, and i'm sure there were you know national people here uh you know trying to keep everyone safe and, and obviously succeeding uh victor jakes joining us three time a week columnist for the las vegas review journal uh right smack dab in the middle of all this preparation for super bowl 58 uh came the uh the primary and caucus uh, and, and I guess my question has got to be, how did it go? Well, I think, you know, I think the, the, the easy takeaway is that it was very bad for Nikki Haley. I know she was trying to ignore Nevada, and understandably so. I don't blame her strategically at all. But to, to lose to none of these candidates is, I mean, that's embarrassing and, and kind of tells you, you know, where she is in the Republican, you know, hierarchy compared to Trump. Uh, but you know, I thought the caucus. You know, the positive thing you would say is they didn't they didn't have like a, an Iowa twenty twenty embarrassment. But you know, you look at the lines of ninety minutes to two hours, and I mean that's 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 bad. I mean that that means that you didn't have enough volunteers, you didn't have enough caucus locations, you didn't hadn't thought about like how do we streamline this, uh, and you have to, to look. And, and the turnout was was just like over 10% of, of registered Republicans. It wasn't like, you you know, you had like 75% turnout. Um, I mean, in a way, you, you basically couldn't have any higher turnout because there's only so long people are going to wait in an election that, you know, was already decided. So, you know, I, I, I you know, anyway, I, I think it was a mistake to hold the caucus in general, but, you know, if the party does keep doing that going forward, I, I think, you know, there needs to be some some pretty serious upgrades in terms of how, uh, logistically, things are handled. Um, but suffice to say, we're going to be stuck with this uh, presidential primary unless the legislature changes it. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, it, it, the thing is, you have to understand is you, you have you, you got to be able to separate these two things. You know, the world that I want there to be and the world that is. And it's just like ballot harvesting. I think ballot harvesting is a disaster. Uh, I think it's uh, it's a mistake, but it's also the rule. And you, you can't give your opponents just this huge logistical advantage and just out of this sense of, like, misguided theory, like, oh, well, we're not doing ballot harvesting. I mean, you're basically handing your opponents, you know, what, 5% in major elections? I mean, you just you, you have to play by the rules as they exist, not the rules that you that you wish they existed. So same thing with, with this primary versus, versus caucus thing. You know, they you don't have to like it. I don't like it. Um, you know, at the very least, they should allow candidates to participate in both um, because I think that would take away some of the initial confusion. 
but I, I just think it's a mistake to, to soldier on with the with the caucus when the law is like this. And if Republicans get power back and change the law, great. Then go back to the caucus. But you know, you have to react to the playing field as it exists, not not the one you wish it wish it, it was. Victor, how concerned are you after that that horrible, horrible news conference from the President of the United States, where it, it, it was just incredibly bad uh, optics for for the Biden campaign? Can you talk a little bit about what you saw, and and is it time for him to go now? Yeah, I think it is time for him to go. As, as hard as it is to, to think about a President Kamala Harris. You know, the, the the press conference, you know, the, the point of the press conference was to, to 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 fight against this notion in the special counsel's report that, you know, basically Joe Biden's not really with it. He's, he's losing his mental faculties. You know, he doesn't remember when his son Bo died. He, you know, obviously, that was a very, very important part of his, his life, tragic part of his life. Doesn't remember when he was vice president. You know, that, that's kind of a major thing. And, you know, so he calls this press conference because he's angry about it. And he wants to go out and show that, you know, he's in full control of his faculties. And then he's talking about his son's, you know, rosary and he, our lady of, and it just doesn't come to him. <laughs> and then he comes and he talks about the, uh, you know, the president of Egypt, being the president of Mexico. And it's just, it's like, there it is, you know, like, this is what the special counsel was referring to. And, and we all see it. Uh, and, you know, you can see it just, you know, if you ever go back and watch his old speeches, you know, it's not like you're going to say like, oh, he was the best public speaker ever. But, you know, he's, he's firmly in control. Um, you know, he's kind of, I guess, got that politician speaking way. And, and now it's, you know, he just he, he usually looks kind of, you know, overwhelmed or kind of like, you know, just a little deer in the headlights. And then and then sometimes he'll be really angry and really loud. And other times he'll be so <laughs> say things twice it's just it's just very odd and i i think you know what that press conference just kind of confirmed is oh yeah yeah we're, we're seeing someone at the end of his life you know losing his his faculties and it's very sad right i mean if anyone's ever had a grandparent go through this it's very sad you know but those people weren't trying to be president of the united states which you know is probably the hardest job in the whole world uh and, and so it, it Anyway, he needs to go. And, you know, the, the irony here is that Democrats w- would improve their chances of winning, maintaining the White House if he wasn't the nominee, assuming it's not Kamala Harris. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It was a disaster. Who else, who else is out there? Who else is out there besides Kamala Harris? Well, I, the, the, the obvious name is Gavin Newsom, and I think he would be hard to, to force out. Uh, if if they if they move past Kamala, um, you know Gretchen Whitmore in Michigan has been a, a name that's been kind of bandied about. I wouldn't be surprised if Amy Klobuchar, um, you know, she probably doesn't have enough juice, but she she ran for president last time. It would be pretty you know pretty close to generic Democrat. Um, you know Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania might be a dark horse uh, candidate, but you know the, the problem for Democrats is they've gotten so wrapped up in identity politics. Uh, and they and they believe that hey, if we don't have you know a black woman on the ticket, we're we're not going to have a sufficient uh, vote from the African American community to put us over the top. And so they've trapped themselves. You know that's that's their they, they've wrapped themselves in this you know identity politics blanket, 
and they're just struggling to get out of it. And and the, the easy answer is Michelle Obama, but you know I think she understandably doesn't want to to run, uh, and, and so they really don't have someone who who checks their boxes like they like they need to. Aside from Kamala Harris, who just is less popular than Biden. Again, joining us, Victor Jenks, three-time-a-week columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Uh, looking back at the uh, both the primary and the uh, caucuses, uh, have you been able to uh, extrapolate anything uh, for, uh, from, the, uh, from the numbers, especially looking ahead to, to June 11th and November 5th? Well, I, I think that, you know, I think that the big lost opportunity from in the the Republican for Republicans in the, the caucus primary fiasco was, you know, we're the third state to vote on the Republican side. You know, you, you should have told camp, you know, campaigns like, Hey, Nevada is wide open. Come here, identify voters, register Republicans. You know, we are here to facilitate a, you know, robust election process. Uh, you know, we want you to visit that we're going to make the rules as fair as possible. Um, and then, you know, and then they've got this bank your vote campaign or, or kind of initiative at the RNC. And, hey, we're going to test this out and we're going to, you know, try and deploy people to, to, to have people bank their vote early um, because that's what it's going to take to win in Nevada. And they kind of <laughs> threw that all away. And so, you know, what you see is you see with in the caucus, you see Trump's got a, a, a set of very hardcore supporters who are going to turn out for him no matter what, even in an election that doesn't matter where they have to wait two hours. But that is 10 percent of the Republican Party. You know, I mean, in Nevada, maybe he's got 75 percent of the Republican Party locked down. But that is getting you to like 25 percent. You know, you've got to appeal to the independent voters. You've got to know who the lean Republican independent voters are so you can go out and harvest their ballots and encourage them to vote early and all of those things. And so, you know, what, what we we see is we what we already know is that there is a group of hardcore Trump supporters who will crawl over broken glass to vote for him. And if he can't appeal beyond that group, he's not winning Nevada. And that's that's the challenge. Uh, I think Nevada is actually, you know, opportunity wise, really good for him. But you look at the voter registration numbers for Republicans, Republicans are closing the gap. Um, you, you know, you look around the country, you see Hispanic voters uh, going to the president more than they have in previous elections. That's obviously would be very good in Nevada because you know, we have a lot, a lot of Hispanic voters. Uh, but I just worry that if he doesn't, you know, kind of change course on some of these logistical things, uh, it's all going to be for naught. Uh, should Nikki Haley get out before February 24th? That's uh, the uh, primary election day in uh, uh, South Carolina. Uh, today is the first day of early voting there. Should she get out before the election? I, I mean, I think she's done. I, you know, people kind of run for different reasons. I not really sure what her reason for running is. I mean, maybe it's, she thinks, you know, if by some chance Donald has a health problem, um, then I'm that I'm here as the kind of remaining candidate. But, you know, she's not going anywhere. You know, New Hampshire was probably her best state in the whole country, and, and she lost by double digits with Trump getting over 50%. Uh, she's going to get crushed in South Carolina. So it's kind of this weird thing, though, where, you know, she's got the, you know, kind of never Trump Republicans, some of the, you know, Democrat, Democrats who just don't like Trump. And so she's got a lot of money and, and candidates. Oftentimes the thing that end, ends campaigns is they run out of money and it doesn't look like Nikki's running out of money. And so maybe she figures, hey, I'm laying the groundwork for 2028. I'll keep going around the country. Um, I, I do I do think she's making a, a tactical mistake. I, I think she'd be better served just by trying to 
be his his vice president, and I think she's hurting her chances of doing that the longer she she stays in the race. Wow, wow. Um, I'm 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 just curious. Uh, I, I've been looking at uh, some of the uh, quotes. Uh, coming out of the Super Bowl and Super Bowl week, and Roger Goodell, uh, very bullish on Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and, and the word is that we might be able to get, uh, uh, in another four or five years, get another Super Bowl. Uh, would you like to have another Super Bowl in, in, in our community? Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's wonderful. I mean, we spent all the money on this stadium. We might as well reap the benefits from it and, and certainly it's uh, good for tourism and that's the that's what drives the economic engine of this town and you know i think there's a lot of people who can be very proud of the work they did um you know to, to show to the world that, that las vegas is uh, more than capable of, of hosting the super bowl and, and hopefully will be a regular in the rotation i love it uh victor uh well how can folks reach out to you i uh, i know that you're always looking for story ideas and different things like that uh and you keep your ear to the ground uh how can folks reach out to you well you can always email me v my last name is spelled so weird j-o-e c's and cat k's and kite s's and sam at reviewjournal.com i am on twitter victor uh jakes j-o-e-c-k-s you can always send me a message there too and i always love hearing from folks Victor, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much, man. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk with you again next Monday. Awesome. Can't wait. Congratulations for, for the Chiefs. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, what, what, a, what a win. We'll be talking a little bit later on with uh, Mark Thomas at the Sports Desk and get the, the latest skinny on what's going on. Uh, Resorts World, I guess, is where the Chiefs were going to party, uh, and, and that's, that's going to be a – that may be an event that's still going on. It just might be. Stay where you are. More to do as we continue on this uh, day after Super Bowl 58 on AM 670 KMZQ. The revolution is being broadcast. Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. When was your last trip to the dentist? Has it been a few years? Five years? More? Hey, Kevin Wall here. For years, I went without dental care, and then I found Dr. Joe Willardson at True Dentistry. Dr. Joe and his caring staff converted me from a scared, high-anxiety patient to one that breezes through exams. Whether it's been years since your last dental visit, or if you just haven't found a good dentist in Vegas yet, I hope you'll do what I did. Call True Dentistry, 702-434-4800. The number again, 702-434-4800. Right now, True Dentistry is offering a free smile simulation to all new patients. A $150 value, absolutely free. True Dentistry has two convenient valley locations in the Southwest and in Summerlin. Call 702-434-4800. That's 702-434-4800. Or check them out at truedentistry.com and tell them Kevin Wall sent you. Hey friends, it's Patrick Casal, the MultiCare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employees and dependents, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The MultiCare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in 
United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casal of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. Hey, Kevin Wall here. A few years ago, a friend invited me for an evening of fun at Ichabod's Lounge. Now, Ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood, and yeah, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes. Boy, am I glad I did. What I didn't know at the time was that Ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family-owned for over 20 years. It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod features incredible menu items including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else is cutting back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the Piano Bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. The world has fallen apart with the disastrous decline of our government, our cities, and our lives brought on by Joe Biden and his radical Marxist handlers. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, 110% behind President Trump, former U.S. ambassador, a dedicated physician for over 28 years in Nevada, and now I'm taking on the radical, liberal Jackie Rosen for the U.S. Senate. We've seen wars around the world, from Ukraine to Israel, America's next, and we need to stop it. We need to close our borders and institute the largest deport program in U.S. history. We absolutely need to throw them out. We need to be energy independent and not reliant on those who hate America. Like I always say, drill, baby, drill. President Trump needs your help, and so do I. This is a political war on the home front, but we will win. Visit drjeffgunter.com to learn more, and let's take back our country, and let's take back the U.S. Senate. I'm Dr. Jeff Gunter, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Jeff Gunter for Senate. You're listening to Live and Local with Kevin Wall on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Well, let's see. We had a Super Bowl. We had a Donald Trump visit. Uh, to our area last week. Um, you know, one of the questions that, that uh, I've never seen asked out on the campaign trail uh, of uh, Donald J. Trump, and that is uh, the question of if he has any regrets about uh, getting out of uh, pop culture, you know, uh, The Apprentice and, and The Celebrity Apprentice and all of that. Um I, I've never, I've never had somebody actually ask the former president, "Would you do it? You know, if you had it to do over again, would you still get into politics? Would you get on that uh, escalator and ride down to your future at Trump Tower uh, in New York? W- would you do it again?" Uh, he was asked that this weekend, uh, and uh, this was his answer during a speech in Conway, South Carolina. Uh, Donald Trump, Saturday in South Carolina. 
Somebody asked me the other day, a very important, a very, very successful, a very, very successful guy asked me, they see what we have to go through with these maniacs, they're lunatics, and they see what I go through. And I say, it doesn't bother me because I have such support. It really doesn't bother me, which probably tells you there's a little bit of a screw loose there, because a lot of people would be not able to function. But it actually makes me, it inspires me. They said, if you had it to do again, you had a great life. I had the greatest life. I had the most beautiful places. I had a beautiful life. I did tremendous, had a book. It became the biggest book. Had a, I mean, many books, but had a book, one of the biggest books ever, a thing called The Art of the Deal. Had, had a television show, became the top show, The Apprentice. I didn't know anything about television. I didn't know anything about books. One of the greatest real estate developers, what I do best is build. I build. I, I'm a great developer. That's what I did. I made a lot of money with it. You see that when you look at my statements, which are now public for everybody to see. I did great. But they say to me, you had a great life, have great homes, Mar-a-Lago, and many others like it. Then they say, if you had it to do again, would you do it? I never hesitate. I said, absolutely, I'd do it. I would have none of this happening. Because what I'm doing is necessary, and if I didn't do it, our country is gone. Donald Trump in uh, South Carolina over the weekend. Great speech. Uh, it's drawn some criticism for a couple of... Uh, I, by the way, by the way, uh, this is one of those compare and contrast moments. Uh, we've seen, what, 20-minute speeches by uh, uh, Joe Biden, 10-minute speeches a couple of paragraphs and then a couple of questions. We saw that on Thursday. Um, but now we've got Donald J. Trump. Uh, he did a 100-minute speech. Not just an hour and a half, but beyond an hour and a half. And he was brilliant. And by the way, by his own admission, he was working off, essentially off the teleprompter. So this was just winging it. And he's drawn some criticism for some of the things he said uh, about Nikki Haley's husband, who is deployed. And he kept asking the question, where, 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 where's her husband? 